Are you a social entrepreneur? Do you often wonder how you can make your business successful, where to get your funds from, who to reach out to? Listen in to social entrepreneur Sarika Gupta to get a few of your answers. Hi, I'm Kamalini Roy, a growth acceleration coach for entrepreneurs. I'm on a mission to help thousands of entrepreneurs achieve their most ambitious goal, create massive wealth, but more importantly, live a life of fulfillment. Welcome to my Successful Entrepreneurs Podcast. This podcast will bring to you many simple success stories, success tips from successful entrepreneurs, and here we will discuss ways to become successful, which you as an entrepreneur and as a leader can implement quite easily. And if this is what you would like to hear to make your business profitable through simple ways, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay tuned in for all the success talks given by successful entrepreneurs. And please do remember to bring your journal and pen to take down notes. I promise you, there will be lots and lots of notes to take. So here we go. Let's start. Sarika, hi. Welcome to my chat show on this podcast. And thank you very, very much for accepting my invitation. Thank you so much, Kamalini, for inviting me. It's a pleasure. I've been following your podcast. It's very exciting and uh, looking forward to having this conversation. Thank you, Sarika. Allow me to introduce you to our listeners. Sarika, I've known you for 20 years. You have been an extremely successful private banker with Merrill Lynch and ICICI Bank, and you have handled large clients all over the globe. And over the past 10 years now, you have been a very successful entrepreneur too with Beyond Diversity. Sarika, I do want to read out a few of your credentials because you've been recognized with so many awards. So Sarika has been recognized and awarded by the Hillary Clinton and Vital Voices USA in 2014 as the global leadership in mentoring. She has also been nominated by the US Embassy for the prestigious Fortune Most Powerful Women Mentoring Program held in the US. She is listed amongst top 10 global diversity consultants throughout in 2015, 16, and 17. And watch out for her Twitter posts because she is featured as one of the top 50 Indian women to be followed on Twitter by Wow Asia. Fantastic, Sarika. So many, so many credentials with you. Thank, thank you so much, Kamalini. Would you like to share a little bit about how you led your team? What was beyond the thought of diversity what was the purpose that was driving you and what was the why behind turning into an entrepreneur when you were such a successful private banker working and earning lots of wealth in the private banking space? What was that calling of yours? So commonly to be honest, I'm a fairly an accidental social entrepreneur. Uh, just to give you a quick context, I'm a born and brought up as a Marwadi. I'm born in a Marwadi family and brought up in Calcutta. Um, so I'm quite a bit of a capitalist in mind and socialist at heart. So uh, somewhere down the line, uh, my first initial innings of my career was being a typical capitalist, working in an investment banking world, 
making wealth for others but also creating a little wealth for myself possibly <laughs> but not as much uh during this whole process i also saw many women colleagues of mine uh, some very smart women as well uh, women who have been to ivy league colleges who have done extremely well for themselves suddenly i stopped seeing them on either side of the table um nor were they my kind of clients i would not see women who were my clients who held a large proportion of wealth or held decision making positions um and also on my side of the thing where i saw many of my women colleagues drop out over a period of time and that kind of started bothering me and that was also the time when um you know the life journey brought me to delhi and i had a small kid at home and i was traveling almost like crazy hours i still do actually i all i mean i was traveling almost 12 to 15 days a month you know managing clients across the globe as you mentioned and um, i took a step back possibly maternity tends to make you do that i took a step back and i started reflecting on what am i doing and i felt that possibly it's time to relook at what i want to achieve in my career or what i want to achieve professionally and personally and that reflection basically got us started beyond diversity which basically was a platform to create equal opportunities for women and over a period of time the passion grew to create equal opportunities for all those people who do not come with the similar privileges or who were not given the similar kind of a um uh, similar kind of a opportunities to be honest and sorry if i can cut here is that okay yeah and and my journey brought me to delhi my life journey brought me to delhi and i was also a, a very new mother a mother of only 2 year old when i shifted to delhi and possibly that life stage caught me to reflect what i want to achieve out of my professional life as well as what i want to achieve personally uh getting out of the bed became a challenge to do things what i was doing and that made me realize that possibly what i was doing in the banking is not something which is making me excited anymore and i decided to quit my job and start beyond diversity um i started with a couple of my colleagues and friends who also thought similarly so beyond diversity was started as a platform initially to create equal opportunities for women where we wanted to bring in a change in the workplace and the ecosystem around us eventually the passion also extended not only to women but to all those people who have been on in a minority community who have did not have similar kind of privileges and if we can support them in a similar manner and over a period of time that journey grew to be a movement so i i'm i'm very glad and to be honest feel very privileged um that we were a very small catalyst i would say in that whole process so yeah kamalini to be honest it's very satisfying to see where that discussion of diversity and inclusion when in 2010 nobody understood that has suddenly become the buzzword of the corporate world as well as for the everybody around us yes i remember the time when you started the journey and nobody really understood the language you spoke so you all were kind of the harbinger of a language if i may say so in the corporate world um Sarika I'm aware that you run a very very interesting program where you'll mentor entrepreneurial women. I wanted to understand a little bit from you that how have the the women gained from this mentorship program? Why do you think entrepreneurs need mentorship? So Kamalini if you ask me we have been mentored throughout our lives in some form or the other. 
at least i have been whether it's in that teacher who kind of taught you how to articulate well or how to think in a more constructive and in a more logical manner um there were many teachers i looked up to and i would say more than teaching they were mentoring and guiding us in our life journeys uh, or was it couple of my bosses or peers or colleagues who i looked up to uh, during my professional journey um and i've kind of realized that they have always been there even my brother or my family who have been my mentors sometimes my husband of course uh, also has mentored me and i've realized that all of them played a very huge role in the professional journey i had as well as a personal journey i had but none of them were a structured mentorship program um it was only when in 2011 when i was invited by the us embassy to be a part of the fortune program where i spent a month in us which was a very formal structured mentorship program i was being mentored by the top uh, ceos women ceos of uh, us including women like who were leading un foundation or women who were leading accenture or bank of america so some of them amazing women personalities who were giving their time who were giving their uh, opening their networks as well as sharing their perspectives with us um and that made me realize that mentoring can be such a powerful exercise for anybody who becomes a part of it both for the mentor as well as the mentee and that experience brought me back to india where i said i want to do something similar for many other women who possibly are not getting these kind of opportunities and that's how beyond diversity started the women entrepreneurship program known as we the change um uh, in the past we have mentored many many women entrepreneurs um some of them also come from the social impact space women founders who have created social enterprises like us uh, in fact that's more fun to mentor to be honest because that connects much more deeply with us but also many women who have also created economic impact for others uh women entrepreneurs um some of them have done extremely well just to share one example um uh, there was one women uh, mentee i had who was um, a designer um, she used to create these very nice knickknack boutique kind home decor stuff very curated stuff and she would source it from across the globe and then give her own touch to it and then possibly put it out there it was fascinating to see what she could do out of that and and i think her aesthetic capabilities were just fantastic but what she was not able to do was to make it a viable sustainable scalable business model uh, which over a period of time we kind of sat down with her create helped her to think through in terms of what could be the possible opportunities for her what could be the possible markets for her how she could possibly look at a branding and image we also made her realize that there is a time where you need to kind of make that small investment in the marketing piece around it or maybe hire some folks on things which is not her forte maybe accounting and finance i mean if it's not her forte might as well outsource it to someone else because then it opens your bandwidth to do much more so small small things to be honest kamalini something which is very um, i would not call it basic but something which all of us as entrepreneurs who have gone through that journey possibly gets it the idea was to just to share and let not someone else stumble where you have already stumbled yourself so and opening the, those doors and networks so that cohort itself it became very nice cohort where everybody was helping each other out and uh, opening their connections and networks and support so they were championing and cheering each other on um it's been 10 years commonly many such case studies many such um, amazing women entrepreneurs we had the privilege to work with and uh, it's a personal gratification i would say um, a moment of gratification where we see them doing extremely well 
Um, and of course, some of them not so successful uh, in their entrepreneurial journeys, but they found themselves in during that process where they felt that experiences taught them much more. And personally, I felt my entrepreneurial journey has been the biggest teacher for me during this whole uh, 40 years of my existence. Um, and, um, and many of them ultimately decided to do something else, but they were much more richer for that experience. So I would just say that uh, we have been there just that support system possibly and helping them to connect to the right people or just guiding them or nudging them in the right path possibly. But of course, every one of them have had their own journeys and had their own successes. Uh, we just played a very small bit role into it possibly. Wow, that sounds so fulfilling, Sarika. And now I know why you are so passionate about it and why now you want to wake up in the morning to help all these women <laughs> entrepreneurs and other women professionals in the small way that you can help them. Could you share a little bit about what has made this journey so fulfilling and to such a large extent, I would call successful for you along with your team? What is it that you feel you did right, which other entrepreneur listeners on the podcast today can implement themselves? To be honest, Kamalini, uh, I, I felt I was relatively quite lucky to find the right partners at the right time who believed in the dream and the vision. And eventually we kind of turned it into a reality. And one of the things when we were recruiting or hiring, you know, in our team also, uh, one of the things we always look for is hire for attitude, hire for that passion, hire for that vision, rather than hire for the skills. I'm a firm believer of the fact that skills and competencies can be taught, attitude cannot be taught. Um, and many a times we had very young people also join us. And trust me, in the last 10 years, um, there are very few people who have quit. And maybe they have quit to pursue something completely different. Uh, but they never quit because they wanted to go to a competition or they wanted to do, uh, you know, something which was because of the money. We were definitely not one of the best paymasters. No startup is. And uh, also being a social startup, when you're a social enterprise, definitely there is not so much to be uh, spread around in terms of the money. So that was never the criteria for people to get attracted to work in Beyond Diversity. But I still keep getting so many resumes that they want to just work with us um, in the thing. I think it's a culture which we are able to build from scratch. And the culture of transparency, the culture of uh, authenticity, the culture of fun. Um, it didn't matter, uh, you know, I mean, I was so-called the CEO, which I say chief everything officer because from starting from a peon to the CEO, you're doing everything. So I'm cleaning the, you know, uh, the lights and the fans also in my office. Uh, and the very next moment, I'm also speaking to the CEO of another company on a call and asking that what is the proposal we need to send it across. So that's the kind of a spirit we had across all the team members where everybody took accountability and ownership of everything. And because you are rolling up your sleeves, the others are also excited to roll up their sleeves and deliver. And um, I know that uh, even to the extent of the fact that they can crack a joke on me was something which was fun. I mean, and, and I gave them that liberty and possibly they took that liberty because they knew uh, that it was all done in a good jest. But when it came to work, they also knew that I'm pretty, pretty serious and I really drive a very sharp agenda and a very sharp timelines and something uh, but it was done in such a way where we would mentor and guide all of our team members and make sure that they're set up for success. Those quick wins, the fact when they are set up for success, when they are actually having those quick wins in their jobs, it, you know, it helps them to do much more. 
it makes them feel that they have a stake into the larger organizations win as well and possibly that made us bring a team which was i would say the most kickass team the most rockstar team i have ever worked with lovely sarika you have given so many pointers that i would like to repeat them once again and because you've said so much it, um for the sake of our listeners the first thing that you said and it actually answers one of the biggest challenges of entrepreneurs where entrepreneurs feel that they are are not able to hire properly because they are not the best paymasters but you just mentioned that you had a vision and your team bought that vision of yours which is why they came on with with that passion so the money out there really did not matter because they were excited working for you the second thing that you said that i loved is that skill can be developed attitude is a little difficult to change so when you hire you look more for attitude you look for that passion you look for the go getter spirit you look for that positivity and then you feel that you can train and develop the person as far as skills are concerned the third thing that you said is the culture that you've created in your organization the thing is you know sarika most entrepreneurs do not know the importance of creating a culture by design they just allow the culture to evolve and very often the culture that evolves is a culture a toxic culture rather than the fun culture that you have created or the culture of equality that you have created the fourth thing that you mentioned is that you know you ensured that you rolled up your sleeves which may, means that people saw you as a teammate they did not see you as a hierarchical person who's sitting up on a pedestal because you got the ceo tag and the fact that you know being a ceo you call yourself chief everything officer speaks volumes about how you view a ceo position and the fifth thing you spoke about was accountability and ownership you ensured that all team members took accountability and ownership of their responsibilities you know five points which you said in such a role i just had to repeat sarika because all of them are such important point points for businesses to grow and if entrepreneurs can implement even two of them they have moved two steps forward so really great pointers uh, about sharing your journey and how your team has ensured the success of the business so sarika i'll move on to the next question you know it is believed that women entrepreneurs face different challenges uh, women entrepreneurs have different uh, ways of looking at things i want to understand your views on this and how do women entrepreneurs actually overcome uh, these challenges and roadblocks so commonly to be honest i feel entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs um, there's no gender to it at the end of the day but i do also believe in the fact that women and men both bring in their own um, strengths um and bring in their own perspectives to any business i feel women are better team players and better um empathy they bring in lot more empathy quotient both to the business objectives as well as to the team and sometimes they make it that's why sometimes they make better team leaders but i also believe that some of the men they tend to um look at business for the you know the way they you need to drive the profits the way you need to drive and scale it up they they think in a very uh, larger vision perspective but again equally i have seen many men being empathetic and equally i have seen many women also being go getters and think in a large scale kind of a thing so i would actually say that entrepreneurs uh, in ten, in general are entrepreneurs and not men and women but some of the challenges which the ecosystem brings in i would say are there are not too many 
So as an entrepreneur, when you have to pitch for funds, I'm just giving as an example, when you're pitching to investors or when you're pitching to customers or when you're pitching to large institutions uh, for a business, uh, there are not too many women on the other side of the table. And because you're a woman founder, um, sometimes it becomes a challenge. They are, I mean, whatever said and done, uh, there are biases which do set in. Um, I remember being asked, um, are you willing to travel if we give you this particular kind of a project where people ask these questions to us compared to say uh, uh, some other consulting firm with a man pitching that particular uh, desk. Um, on the investment side also many a times, many women founders um, are being questioned on the fact that do you have any other co-founder who is a man? Uh, because sometimes they feel that some of the life challenges or the life cycle of the woman, if she's young, she might get married or she might have a baby or maybe, you know, her husband is extremely earning well and she will not be motivated enough. Some of these biases do tend to kind of, I would say, play in an investor's mind. And I've been privy to some of these discussions. So the, those being said, um, I would still say things are changing big time. And I think it's never been a better time for a woman entrepreneur to actually go out and put a stake out there and do things differently and create role models for the next generation. Uh, so one definitely should um, give it a shot and give the best shot at it. And I think they will make much better founders because the kind of empathy, the kind of connect they have with the customers and the kind of team they can create um, can really speak volumes for itself. Uh, another thing is just a word of caution. I always see as balance sheet, neither balance sheets are never pink, as I say. So there's nothing gender associated with it at the end of the day. Balance sheet is either red or blue. So, uh, so I would only urge all the entrepreneurs, whether men and women, to focus on that fact that you should put your head above the water, keep focusing on the numbers, keep focus on your balance sheet, keep make sure that you do not shy away from asking your price or making sure that your business is sustainable. Uh, and that's something I feel in the scheme of the passion, in the scheme of doing things right, in the scheme of wanting to create an impact, some of the women entrepreneurs do sight off. Uh, but that's a word of caution only. Thank you, Sarika. And uh, with uh, those wise words, I would say, I will end this chat session. It was extremely interesting and lots of takeaways for our listeners to implement. Um, thank you very much, Sarika, once again, for sharing all your views and your experiences as a mentor to women entrepreneurs. Thank you for coming. Every entrepreneur and leader works extremely hard to try and achieve his or her dreams. Often in the process, we forget the beautiful journey that must be enjoyed along the way. And to enjoy the journey to success, one must spend time taking breaks and pursuing hobbies. These much needed breaks over the weekend or at the end of the day daily increases the productivity of every individual massively. So here is what I do for my break. I love to sing and I love to perform in front of an audience. Thank you for being my audience as I perform my song for you. This is just a home recording from my phone. Mama, <laughs> 
would like to be a successful entrepreneur then i would like to invite you to join my community contact me through my website under the name of kamalini roy that is k a m a l i n i r o y.com kamalini roy i will repeat that for you k a m a l i n i r o y.com you can also choose to continue learning for free through all the valuable content I put out in my YouTube channel under my name Kamalini Roy. If you have enjoyed my podcast, please do put out a review on Apple Podcast. I look forward to personally reading your comments and reviews. I would also like to invite you to share your questions and challenges with me so that I can address them and help you with solutions through my podcast and YouTube channel. 
Thank you for listening to Successful Entrepreneurs Podcast by Kamalini Roy. Just hit that subscribe button and see you at my next episode.